Okay, and we're back. We are back, and we are back with what I would say is a classic Jeff and Casey show okay. experience, which is reader mail from Wan Chun. Okay, awesome. Now, we have two, we have a backlog. Okay. There's two different things. And I think I'm going to start with actually the second one he sent in, and then we'll go to the first one. Okay. The second thing he sent in was a question mm-hmm. for Ask Jeff and Casey. All right. It was, what is the definition of a sandwich? Oh, I and, remember this. And yeah. are hot dogs sandwiches? Okay. Now, I have a very specific, very complete answer to this question. Me too. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Uh, okay, so a sandwich to me is three things. There's bread on either side. The bread is not connected. And there's some guts in the middle. And you have to pick... Like, I think of sandwich as handwich. Like, okay. I'm holding it with my hands. Okay. That's my definition. Anything that fits on <clears throat> bread it has to be bread. I don't buy this shit where they, like, make... You know, the layers out of two pieces of meat and then put something else in there as okay. a joke. That's not it. Like a wrap okay. is not a sandwich because it's connected. That's so just, there's a topological element. Yeah, it has to be two pieces. A hot dog is connected. A hoagie that is connected that holds two hot dogs is not a sandwich to me. That's a hoagie. So that's my definition. Okay. And it has to be... It can't be like a pizza because... That you're not holding with one hand a great okay. big pizza. Okay. It has to be a handwich. All right. Yeah. That's my definition. Okay. So your yours sounded more official than mine. Yes, mine okay. is very, very, very official. Uh, so unfortunately, my definition is one that requires an oracle. Okay. So it's actually a very difficult to use uh, definition. Mm. But it is very specific. An oracle or third party? An oracle. Okay. Which is me. Wait, you decide if something's a sandwich or not. So here's the definition. My definition of a sandwich is something which someone might call a sandwich and that I don't want to eat. Okay, you don't like sandwiches. I wanted to go get a sandwich today. But wait, you don't... Do you eat hamburgers? I don't like hamburgers very much at all. Okay. But most people don't call those sandwiches. Either I would way. call that sandwich because it's the... the, the yes. So what I have found uh, pretty much exclusively is that I don't want things that are called sandwiches. Okay. Pretty much, period. All right. That's just not a thing that I want to eat, right? So almost in general, if you hear something called a sandwich, I don't want it. Okay. Right? What about hot dogs? Things that I do want always have different names. Mmm. Right? So, like, a hot dog might be... So, I don't consider a hot dog a sandwich because I want to eat it. Okay. But a hamburger... I don't consider a meatball sub a sandwich because I want to eat it. Okay. Right? Right. I don't consider a hamburger a sandwich because sometimes I do like hamburgers. But wait, then what about things like wraps? It all depends on whether you like the thing. We were just talking about what the definition of a sandwich is. I understand. If so someone, is a sandwich If a someone calls something... If someone might call it a sandwich, mm-hmm. and I don't want to eat it, then it is a sandwich. Well... Does anyone ever call so, a wrap a sandwich? If the answer is yes, then it is a sandwich. Because wraps suck. 
Because you don't like Thanos. That's right. Okay. So wait. So really, if I was a sequel optimizer, yes, you can. You use the would somebody call it a sandwich? Yes. As just a, you don't have to go to the Oracle if that condition's not met. That's the optimization. That's right. If no one would call it a sandwich, a sandwich. but you need both. It's not just an optimization because there's lots of things that I don't like, which are not sandwiches. No, I understand. Right? What I'm saying is, oh wait, do you see what I'm saying? No, I don't want to eat anchovies. Has nothing to do with a sandwich. Oh yeah. So okay. the fact that something is something I don't like does not make it a sandwich. But if someone else could have considered it a sandwich, and I don't like it, then it is a sandwich. Well, I'm just saying the first thing you can just sit down there and percolate on yourself to come up with the answer. Like, would anybody ever call this? You can get that part. Like the a oracle might right. be considered a sandwich. You're going to have to check You're with me. To Turns out I like hot dogs. Created. Not a sandwich. Right. So yeah. uh, that does, that's not that helpful for the person in a sandwich situation. Unless they have text and then you what never answer your phone. There's a huge problem there. They just might have to order the sandwich non-sandwich. Yeah. Uh, okay. But that is, that is, in my world, that is the real answer. The real answer is, if I like it, I won't call it a sandwich. And the reason for that is because I don't like sandwiches. I see. It's a self. It's a it's a circular definition. Do you, but you used to get Subway, so that's not a sandwich. I don't like those very much. Oh. I I will eat sandwiches when I have to, and I can make myself a sandwich that I will tolerate. Yeah. But I never. I would never in like if it wasn't for the fact that I needed to conveniently buy this thing and it was available, like it was its sustenance or whatever. Yeah. As Sean would say, it's fine. Yes. Right. I can do that, but I don't want it. I never. If I had another good, if I had a good lunch option, something I liked, I'd never pick it Subway. Right? I see. I see. Yeah. I had a sandwich on the train in Portugal, and it was a tuna sandwich, and I was yeah. enjoying it. Okay. I was like, "This is a good sandwich." Okay. And Don turned to me and said, "That sandwich. That sandwich." Because I was like, "Here, have a piece," and she like a, a, a little. She goes. It tastes like a hospital smells, which is one of my favorite insults for something bad. So that's so kind of an antiseptic smelling mm-hmm. sandwich. So that could have been a sandwich because you probably would have liked it. I wouldn't like that. Tuna yeah. salad is not a good... Tuna yeah, it's not so a good much idea. protein. It's good Here's, in that regard. Well, I like raw tuna. Go mm-hmm. for it. You know, Give me some poke, but don't fucking stick mayonnaise on that shit. Uh, that's not, you didn't improve the situation. You just took yeah. a good meat and made it shitty. Right? <laughs> It's the Instagram of me. <clears throat> it's kind of... It, that is a perfect way to describe that shit. Chicken okay. salad, tuna salad, <laughs> macaroni salad. Anything where you consider making something a salad by adding mayonnaise to it, which right. is like, welcome to middle America, right? <laughs> that procedure is totally the Instagram of whatever the thing is that you started with, right? It's right. like, macaroni, delicious. I love pasta. It's, it's great. Why did you fucking cover it in mayonnaise? It's disgusting. It's revolting. <laughs> what are you doing, right? So, chicken? Chicken's great. It's a very good protein. You can do a lot with chicken, right? Yeah. Slather in mayonnaise. I don't want this anymore. Like, now it's this gooey mess of shit. You can't taste the chicken. It's just a slimy egg it's thing. The, it's Instagram. Yeah, it's totally the Instagram. I like that. Right, it's cooking right. Instagram. All right. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. So I okay. feel like that's the best definition of sandwich you're really going to get. There you go, Juan. That is the answer for you. That is the answer for you. You had a more in-depth question, Juan, mm-hmm. that you wrote in. Or rather, not in-depth question, I should say. In-depth topic. Yeah. I remember when he was posting that because he was asking me about it 
in person. How did and it come then, up? Was he talking? I'm no, he just was like, oh, I have a question. It's interesting. Yeah, so this other one I may not know, but we'll see. Now, raps, the interesting thing about raps, like you were saying before, mm-hmm. brought that up. One interesting thing about my definition of a sandwich is that most things that I like that people could call sandwiches also can be called by a different name. Mm. Wraps I hadn't thought of because that one, I don't really like wraps. So they are in some sense showing that that is not an alternative criteria to the Oracle. But for other things like meatball sandwich, also called a meatball sub, right? So you're saying There's a other lo- people might hot have dog, this. often not called a sandwich, mm-hmm. called a hot dog, right? So, but I don't well, know. But that's really no clear because the bread's connected. That's no question. But as mind. soon as you disconnect the bread, does it become a sandwich? No, no, no. The bread it has to be separate. Like because all can't all come. bread in all sandwiches was once fused. Not by they, the, they sliced not, it. Not by the person who's forming it. Okay. That's the important part. Like the okay. preparation has a right. thing to it. It's yeah. very interesting. It's an intricate yeah. topic. All right, uh, Juan sent in a link, a pair of links actually, called "Welcome to Google Island." Okay. Oh, I heard about something. Now, I did, I did I not read, read about this. I did not read about them. Okay. Uh, but he sent in a pair of links, and the headline uh, here is "Larry Page wants to set aside a part of the world for unregulated experimentation." Mm-hmm. Now, what this says here is Google CEO Larry Page is holding a rare Q&A session with attendees of today's Google I.O. keynote, and he's been offering up some pretty unfiltered answers. In response to a question about reducing negativity and focusing on changing the world, Page noted that the pace of change is increasing and said that we haven't adapted systems to deal with that. Specifically, he said that not all change is good and said that we need to build mechanisms to allow experimentation. Mm -hmm. That's when his response got really interesting. There are many exciting things that you could do that are illegal or not allowed by regulation. Oh, boy. And that's good. We don't want to change the world. But maybe we can set aside a part of the world. Mm-hmm. He likened this potential free exper- experimentation zone to Burning Man and said that we need some safe places where we can try things and not have to deploy them to the entire world. Google is already well known for coming up with some pretty interesting ideas. The idea of seeing what Page could come up with in his lawless beta test country is simultaneously exciting and a bit terrifying. No, it's revolting. Like, yeah. I, I, first off, all the experiment, like, you guys don't run experiments that are legal in the sense of, like, you could run all the experiments you want with Gmail getting shittier over time and you ignore the results. So why do you think... Well, my, like, first, my first reaction to this is it's funny that he is asking for a place for experimentation before rollout when Google is known for not beta testing their true. software. They just generally release the beta to everyone and yeah. let, you know, whatever, right? I mean, they don't, they don't do a lot of private testing. And they pride themselves on that fact. They have criticized yeah. people like Microsoft for you know, having too long internal cycles, right? So, so it's a little interesting that he's the one asking for that, but all right. So let's we'll also take it say, at face value. What? Okay, the things that he can't do experiments on. Let's just back go there, okay? So that means on people, because there's a whole bunch of rules about how we experiment on right. medical research. Yeah. Uh, with illegal substances... Like, okay, yeah. you're, like, going, like, with drugs or LSD, any of the thing, any of that kind of thing. Yeah. 
what else is there that like he needs like well we need a whole bunch of orphans on the island because we really can't test Gmail three unless we can see how the next well, generation. They, so I guess I'm not sure if that's what he's saying. I feel like maybe what he's saying is not so much whether or not things are legal or illegal on the grand scheme like you're talking about. Okay. I think he may be talking about the full structure of, like, the law in general, right? Oh, I see. I mean, you could imagine a, a, a positive way to say this would be, what if we ran one country where there are patents and one country where there weren't as I an experiment, see. right? So it is not illegal in the we are preventing harm to human mm-hmm. sense. It's illegal in the we chose to make this legal illegal thing right. for purposes of competition or whatever. What if voting right? worked through Google+. Plus? Even fewer people voted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the the interesting thing about that to me is if I'm if I really want to be kind of cynical about it, I would say, well, we actually did set aside a part of the world where white people would decide not to police themselves at all and just anything goes. It's called Africa, and we saw how that fucking turned out, yeah, right? Like, everyone got fucked for about 300 years <laughs> is what actually happened. And it still hasn't recovered. So yeah. in my mind, yeah, and it still goes south pretty fucking often. In my mind, I feel like the natural question that you would have to ask at that point is, who are the fucking people who are going to have to be part of this experiment, and did they get to pick that shit? Right. Or was it like, no, we just we roped off Ohio and said, guess what, guys? You're it. Like, right. you're, you're getting to be part of the experiment. Because that's what we've done traditionally in the past. A bunch of explorers land someplace, and they're like, guess what? The new experiment takes place right here. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it ne- that never goes well. So I don't know what he has in mind exactly, but it seems like that's kind of the obvious question to ask. How ethically would you create this zone? Because there's got to be a lot of people in it, and are all those people deciding that it's okay and then moving there? Are you paying to relocate them? You can't just pick an area because not everyone in that area is going to want to participate, and what can they do? They can't leave. That's why you need an island. You need an island. Larry Island. And you need... I don't know who's going to go live on a Google Island because honestly, that'd be the jankiest ass island in the universe. Like all kinds of problems with with Google with Google Island. But you also have to get the people. You have to get somebody there, and then I don't. I think it's more having to do with his nonsense of like what we need is a lot of people around. We need cars speeding around at 100 miles an hour with what? with their auto drive system, okay. and everyone wearing glass. And it's all communicating everything, all right. and like I think I feel like it's more uh, experiments specifically with the nonsense stuff that he does, okay. which is almost entirely nonsense that side of the company, right? Like all of his blue sky stuff is so ridiculous, okay. For for like all of the reasons that any rational human being off the street would go, wait. If cars are going to drive around with no people driving them, like, who's responsible when there's an accident? Like, simple things that you just go, there are simple concerns that make this untenable in most situations. He's like, that's the problem. Is like, reality wrecks my stupid ideas. I can't roll them out the way. I'm not sure I follow you I feel like that's what he wants. Is he's like, I have ideas for specific ways... That things should work. Right. That he's like, like incompatible he's like, with the way reality is. There's at least ninety percent 
of the environment when I look around is not covered with ads. Yes. And right. we should probably try to get that down to like 50-40%. Right. Okay. And and so I just think most of his idea is like the his ridiculous concepts that Google spends all this money on yeah. are are naturally incompatible with reality as it exists in this world. Okay. Most people would be like, well, let's not spend any more money on this nonsense. <laughs> okay. And he he's goes, like, we let's make a new reality. Right. That's the I, that's the okay. answer. It isn't that like the car thing to right. get that extra half an hour of ad watching a day while they're commuting isn't is probably a time we should just chalk off as lost opportunity. No. No, we just need to get some people on an island and then that island will slowly become so awesome yeah. that everyone will move on to it. Well, you I don't know. know. It just seems like every time I hear Larry Page talk about his vision for the future and then every time Gates talks about some new uh, <laughs> thing where he's saving all these children in Africa, you're just like, how did one company become the biggest one in the world and Microsoft fall completely on its face? It's just so frustrating. What are you talking about? I'm totally confused right now. Well, like everything – like Page has – every time I see him talk, every time – uh, he opens his mouth about glass. His his he was the one with the pink Lamborghini, right? No, like, that's Sergey Brin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sergey Sergey is the real guy, up. right? Sergey's the guy that actually runs the company. Sergey's like the bro dude. He's like bro, right? Who is running Larry glass? Page? Is just the- glass is Page, right? I don't know who runs any of Google well, stuff, but Sergey Brin is the guy who's like wearing glass around town too. Okay, I then thought. it may be Sergey that's doing. He the might crazy. be the one. You're that means about. both of them are fucked. But they probably both wear Google Glass around town. I mean, they. I would assume they've both been photographed at some point wearing Google Glass because, of course, they have. Right? I mean, so my point is, you have. Let's say they're both lunatics. Yeah. You have someone that at least. Who used to be like a technophile who like believed that technology, yeah. a computer on every desk, right? While that, and then he like got his eyes opened by like reality and said, maybe we can work on the computer thing after they're done dying of fucking polio, right? Wait, what? Okay, hold on. Let's, Wait, we, we got there's. I don't even wait. know where to start here because we are off the fucking rails. No, I'm just pointing out that one of them has a, a, a Hol- what I believe. No. Is, no. Pause. Okay. Total fucking pause. No, wait, go. I guarantee you that in Bill Gates' head, he he's not Jimmy Carter. Like, in your mind, Bill Gates has turned into Jimmy Carter. That is what you're talking about right now, basically. He's somebody who really cares about Africa and is going to go down there and, like, cure disease and shit, right? That's what you are... That's the road your conversational mouth was about to talk about. I believe... That right. he has had his eyes open yes. about the, techno- right. the the inability of technology to do anything. And you are totally wrong. Okay. Bill Gates' foundation is all the fuck about doing shit like, you know what's going to solve uh, Africa's problems? Genetically engineered foods. Like, that is what his thing is all about. It's I think banana cakes town. It is not I, a humanitarian I organization. One, I have not seen about that. I've seen yeah. the one where they're like, let's stop polio and here's how we do it. I've seen the one that they have the malaria 
stuff that's not based on fucking lasers and all that nonsense that you've seen from other tech people where you're like Nathan Merville's got the lasers man yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah, kill yeah. mosquitoes with lasers god damn it orbital lasers I feel like and, and also if you listen to him speak about Africa now like he did a he did a talk recently on uh, CNBC or somebody it seems like he's very rational about the challenges facing yeah. facing Africa as and, a as a in a completely business sense. Like, I think somebody swapped out, like, the personal computer as the thing that was on his desk and put a little Africa, and he was like, oh, I've got this. Okay, so what we really need to do... Wait, you know, no, I don't think... I think that's a reasonable thing to do, though. Like... I'm not saying that he's a bad guy or anything. No. I'm just saying all it is is somebody switched out the papers that were on his desk... And now he is looking at Africa like it's like he probably has a thing where he's like, I want to see exponential growth in number of polio people cured every year. And if someone doesn't believe that to me, he probably throws a monitor through the wall and tells that That's, person that he's an idiot. Yeah, right. I would totally believe that. Yeah. I don't think his management style is okay, changed, okay. if that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the phrase he, had his eyes opened. I don't think the eyes no, were open at all. I think it was just like no, he no, swapped that, it out. No, he the eyes opening is the fact that he used to do he used to believe in the computer in every home would make any bit of difference on anything. Right? Like like he thought that was like that's the goal. Right? Yeah, I that, think he finished that is the only reason. I don't think no, I, I I no, I don't think so. Because otherwise he would have just said, All right, well none of these people in Africa have a desk or a computer. Oh, they're getting computers, dude. I guarantee you in his head he's like eventually Africa's gonna have No computers. no, in fact he just said that. He he's very anti technology for Africa. Like he just had the quote what just the other say? day. He was talking about I didn't hear this. Yeah, he was talking about the Facebook joker. Was talking about how they're pushing, Zuckerberg. Yeah, okay. it wants to get like uh, it was at something talking about how internet is a unalienable right. Everyone should have it. It's a huge problem that Africa doesn't have internet. Well, Bill and Gates doesn't know how to use the internet, so it's not surprising. Well, no, I mean he's just he pointing out he's that. like, that's fine, but it's absurd to talk about that when infant mortality is thirty-seven percent. It's like. It's not even on Africa's radar to worry about computers at this point. And that's right. I mean, that's a good... That is... He's looking at reality and changing his normal, like, let's be Aspie and I have my reasons why Africa sucks and we will just fix it without knowing anything about it. I feel like that's what part of him being a, 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 a rational human being and someone who makes way more sense than the dude who wants to have the island of Dr. Remo okay. I think I see what you're saying here. Basically what you're saying is that you're not necessarily arguing that Bill Gates' future doesn't involve somehow there being a PCAT on everyone's desk in Africa. You're saying that he is looking at it realistically about what it's going to take to get them there. Or Whereas the other people are omitting that whole part where they're just going, oh, we just... Go right from the water here isn't safe to drink to I have an Android phone. Right, right. It's like, no, no, once you have Facebook, the water's going to be fine, fine. Because I okay. have Facebook and my water's so fine. fine right? Okay. And I at see. least Bill Gates see. is like, no. Okay. We have I agree with that. Yeah. The reason I agree with that is because I feel like Bill Gates actually had to do some work to like actually get computers 
into people's hands at some point. Okay. Whereas the rest of these fuckers didn't yeah, do yeah, that yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah that's So true. probably, you're probably right. They think of it as, you wake up one day, and you write some PHP code, and then you're rich and you have everything. <laughs> so all you need to do is, like, teach Africans how to program PHP, because, and it's done. Yeah. They're going to have gold mansions and Ferraris, bikini parties, and a giant fountain out front. Right. Whereas Bill Gates is like, no, it actually takes ten years to do right. shit. That's what he thinks right. in his head, right? Well, even his... I mean, he's even more realistic than that. He's like, yes. But yes. Okay. I'm on board. I'm on board with you. I just think one is reflecting reality in your... Because just to finish that, I thought you were saying that Bill Gates was like fucking Father Christmas now. And I'm like, no, that dude... I don't even know if what he's thinking of when he thinks about African. But I don't feel like he's like this... I don't don't feel like he's some... Uh, Nelson Mandela figure now walking around like you know changing the world with a spiritual yeah, heart and all this shit. I don't but know. Maybe I don't. I, don't know. I have no idea about that part. All right. I'm yeah. only looking at the part of like you could go back even to when he had those interview when he did those talks with Bill Clinton that were online at one time, yeah. where he was like, "No, we need technology is the answer." All the and like complete about face 17 years later yeah. where he's like no technology is not the answer to any of these problems right. like he's okay. specifically saying technology not just computers but anything like no we have ground way way more bedrock uh to work that, that, that needs to be fixed before we can like any we can start the foundation before we fix these things um which i feel like these guys are so so absurdly ensconced in like the free meals, like the concept that anybody would not have food when you just have to go to the cafeteria because there's all this food there. Like, and we have so much food. We have people doing come. big data studies on how many fucking M&Ms we ate. Right, right. That's how much food there yeah. is. So, so, that, so in their mind, they're like, you know what the problem is with Africa? Is they didn't put in any cafeterias. They don't have any cafeterias. It's a cafeteria problem. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> So yeah, the, the, that could be the TED so talk. That's the TED talk. That's like Sergey Brin's next TED talk is cafeterias for Africa or the African cafeteria <laughs> yeah, problem. Right. And he's like, "Did you know that there Africans no actually have zero cafeterias per capita?" <laughs> this needs to change. Clack, 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 uh, yeah, exactly. There's like a round of applause. And like at Google, we have mapped out. Using extensive, like all of our maps technology right. and population density, we have figured we, out the where, optimal locations like, for, for cafeterias. Right. Yeah. The, the, the other thing is, it shows such a... When you hear about things like, oh, we're working on hot air balloons to get internet access to dis- <laughs> hard areas. And you're like... As soon as you propose that, and and the reason why you're doing that is because there are warlords in this in these cities, and they steal all the copper wiring, and the cell towers go, and your thought is not, okay, that warlord sounds pretty shitty. It's okay. Well, if they keep stealing cell towers, we just need to put them higher up. If that's your thought process. You get no islands because I don't know what the fuck you're going to do on those islands. Everything is on the table. Yeah. Everything. Google right. Google ass. It'll right. be like, why yeah. not? Let's put yeah. Google in the ass. It needs yeah. to be there. Yeah. It's a little white thing. And we have to work on the social conventions of having Google in everyone's ass all the time. Well, it was probably, I can tell you where that one came from. They were like... 
you know, uh, Mayor Brynn is there or whatever, or Mayor Page in this case, I guess I should say. And it's like they have a problem with people stealing cell phones. So they did a study to figure out the place that people are least willing to grab to steal a cell phone. Yeah. And it came up as ass. So now all cell phones are just put in asses. <laughs> yes. And hey, theft plummeted. Like right. all the theft went very low is, once you had to stick a hand up an ass to get a cell phone. Turned out it just wasn't worth it for people. This is the power of big data. Clap, clap, yeah, clap, yes, clap, yeah. clap, 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 yeah. clap. No, it's just, yeah, it's so... People that out it's 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 when you go uh, Bush not understanding that what supermarket scanners were. Remember that the Bush the no, first I don't. one of one of the things that George his, H, George H W yeah one of the things that his reelection went south on was very near the election. They ha- you know they have him right doing in 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 clothes, clothes. That, he's, that don't fit right, right because he's never worn them and they're like not and they're like pinching up mom jeans right and he's like walking through thing and then they're like scanning the thing and he's like what the fuck is that and they're like that's how we get the prices and he's like shocked that's when you go you can't be president if you haven't shopped for groceries within the existence of laser scanners, which had been around for like, you know, 14 yeah, years yeah, at yeah, that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. you're too out of touch. So the same, you can't have the guy who runs the company and wants to put hot air balloons in right. this so that people can surf fucking Google and they get a little piece of that, cannot own an island. It's so going to be terrible. It, 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 all of these things are kind of coming down to the same rather amusing pattern i guess which is that if if basically what you are is a direct problem solver (laughs) then you end up in some kind of ridiculous predicaments yourself (laughs) right right? because it's like you don't look at overall systemic things you focus on the on the thing that you actually were stated right so it's like they were like we're having trouble getting internet to these african you know communities because the warlords steal the copper cables and they're like, how could we get around the warlord stealing the copper cable? Right. right. They're, they're focused on solving the, the problem, problem that was immediately they're, stated they're, on right. the whiteboard. Right. They're like, all right, so we've got warlords here, <laughs> right? And they're taking the copper cables. And it's like, so what can we do? We can't go through the What if we went over oh, the, the warlords, warlords, right? And like, that's the napkin diagram that's yeah. going to get run in the next issue of Wired, right? Yeah, it's Which insane. is where the balloons, of course, were. It's like... Did you see the Kickstarter for the shorts that you can't be raped in? This is what Ryan reminds what? me of. So it's a Kickstarter where they make these shorts that women's wear. Okay. That women wear. And the top button... And the answer is no, I didn't see this. ...is a combination. They're, they're Kickstarting. So if you think this is a good idea, you can give them some money. So, like, the button, you rotate, like, like to get it to, like, 180 degrees, and then the other one at 120. But and then what's they it made button. out of? Kevlar? I, I have no... It was... It, what it reminded me of is somebody saying, right, right. women it's the same, being raped. It's the same mental process. And then you're like, yeah, well, yeah, all yeah. we need to do is prevent the penis from going in. Not... We need to work on the fact that men are garbage. <laughs> that's totally They're true. just like, no, it's that... That's the part... It's not the physical... No, it's the fact that he's getting in there. We just need to... You need know, combinations that. we need to stop, it, which reminds me of like the same. That thing is the like, warlord balloon problem, <laughs> right? In a nutshell, it's right. true. It's like so now when we see yeah. those, we should just call those rape shorts. Like, because I think, I think we can all sit here and safely say that in the whole traumatic incident of rape, 
Which also oftentimes is rape and murder. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times, too. Yeah. That really, as long as you prevented the penis from going in, the entire thing would just be a light affair that we right. could simply dust just off and move on. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah the, the whole violation of personal privacy that just is occurring in the actual act is apparently not that important. So right. we're fine as long as we lock down the underwear. It's just so, Did the Kickstarter succeed? I guess I that's the question. I have not seen it since then. Somebody okay. posted it and... and uh, it reminds me of a chastity belt. Remember the yeah, old concept of a chastity like belt, right? It's that kind of thing, like, obviously for a different purpose, but still. That's I don't I, I just, I mean, they're probably completely well-meaning people. It's just, you I feel think. like they've, they, they were stated a problem and they tried to solve, like, the specifics. It's like having an argument with somebody about something generality and you use some specific uh, uh, example and then they just focus on arguing that example when there's this whole overlying... No, that's not the point. You're kind of... Yeah. It's what it feels like. Anyway. All right. Well, it's pretty Juan, don't have... What's the second link to that? So there was something else about them recently where they had something floating off that turned out to be party boats. Yeah. they Well, they had those uh, yeah barges out in San Francisco Bay or something, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so in, in Wired... It's the same there thing. was a there was some article and it if says if Wired could be so excited about the fact that Google has their own island, they would they would love that so much. Well, Wired would want to be the would want to be the like local newspaper yeah. for that. Uh, can we be right. the official like, magazine yeah, for yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what they do is they go by newsstands and they'd stick the newsstands down and it would puncture the island and it all sink because it's nobody has any clue what's going on. The Wired wrote sort of just a fictional article about. Life waking on up on, on oh, yeah. yeah, but it's a little more tongue in cheek, so they weren't taking it too seriously, which is kind of good because sometimes you know Wired can have yep. can have their moments. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, if you actually if you actually had a Google Island, like if it actually were to embody Google things in general, mm-hmm. I would say that Google Island would be a place where it was extraordinarily easy to find your way around. <laughs> But everything that you ended up at sucked. <laughs> right? That's like if I had to like make a place that embodied the characteristics of Google is finding things is really easy. They've mm-hmm. done a good job making it easy for you to find stuff. But when you find it, it sucks. And you don't want to use it or it doesn't work. Right? Or it's broken <laughs> or, it's, or slow or, or you something. you go back to it and it's been discontinued. Right, it's, right exactly. Yeah. Or it's not there anymore. Yeah. Right? It's Where's, just it's gone. Yeah. yeah. That, I think, is more what I would expect from Google Island. Uh, but anyway, yeah. moving on. Um, our last article in our series of viewer mails okay. is actually not quite viewer mail because you are the person who sent it in. Oh, I sent it in. But it was so oh, I good. Know it, is. Yeah. it was so good that I felt like it needed to be included. Yeah. And what it is, I hope you can edit this to put a picture. This is the but only then our time. Face will be this is the only time I'm going to insist that we get a picture. Okay. Just show it for like a couple seconds right now. All right. So people can see it. The article title is Mr. Balls, mm-hmm. aka Senor Testiculo. Goes to bat for cancer research. Do you hear Moshi's gone off in the background? The, right. the talking alarm clock has gone off? Yeah, she's decided she Is Mr. Balls thing. what set it off? I what did know. it respond to? I'm surprised it doesn't go off more, more during often. the podcast. The byline is, mascot for Brazilian Cancer Awareness Group has made 
new friends with kids and adults while driving a serious medical issue into the media spotlight. Okay. Now, the picture for this is basically a, and I'm not even being vulgar here, a big hairy nutsack right. with a face, uh-huh. buck teeth, yep. a kind of like really pubic hair-like Head. head. Well, it's weird not to have the penis above the. There's the no balls. penis. It's, it's just, just the balls. Him. He kind of looks like a California raisin. Is yes. what he reminds me of. They've got because he little, has tights and shoes. They've got a little girl who is going to be traumatized later in life. Yeah. Standing She's next so to happy. this thing, she's happy. She thinks it's great. Is that she the picture where nobody's in it? Yeah, it's okay. just her. So the thing I love about this picture, which okay. will show up, yeah. is they're showing it's a it's a senior what's his testiculo statistico testiculo testiculo. There you go. Sitting there. And it's a costume that people wear with black leggings and black arms. Oh, so somebody can put around. that on. Yeah, that's somebody down can... here. Oh, those are the armholes. Those are okay. not moles. Those are the looks arm like holes. this crazy, like, he's got cancer Sack already. Mole. But there, that's where the arms come out. Okay. And then somebody wears yeah, it. Yeah. Right. And so, no, you can see somebody now in here. Oh, my God. Arms coming out. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So This is amazing. How is this possible? So this is for testicular cancer, just any cancer. Well, I'm going to read the article. All right. At first blush, the mascot's name is rather endearing, Mr. Balls. But for those who might find that descriptive title offensive, the scrotum-shaped character also answers to Senor Testiculo. Or Senhor, I guess. I don't know how to do it. He goes up to a bar and owns a drink. Testiculo. I can't say it. Testiculo. Testiculo. <laughs> yeah. Testiculo. Wagged, not stirred. Or, or <laughs> swaggered, not stirred. In Brazil, where he is a spokes thing for a group spokes that is thing. seeking to raise awareness of testicular cancer research. Okay. An important mission granted, and the rather graphic creation sponsored by Brazil's Association of Personal Assistance for Cancer has done its job by propelling the issue into the media spotlight. Both children and adults loved taking pictures with the mascot, no. a friendly snowman in the shape of a testicle, says the nonprofit organization's website. Why snowman? Do you think like, they've never, error, seen, a, they've never seen a snowman they've in never Brazil? Seen snow? I don't yeah. know. You've got to admire Mr. Balls' bravery to let it all hang out. The character's eyes have a kind of bedroom quality, and thanks to the positive response to SpongeBob's dental occlusion, Mr. Balls' buck teeth are almost fashionable. Hundreds of men die from testicular cancer every year, so the effort behind Mr. Balls is no laughing matter. The American Cancer Society said recently that occurrences of testicular cancer, cancer are increasing both domestically and elsewhere. Well, one thing you can say, so you, you know, you, there's been all these articles lately about uh, the um, breast cancer organization, the um, uh, mm. G. For the cure, yeah, that they spend like seven percent of their money that they take in actually on research. The rest is just either maintained in a in, in in the organization or spent on other things, including the actual person that runs it who makes an incredible salary. But with these guys, based on the quality of the costume, we are quite sure that they are spending everything they can <laughs> because that thing did not cost a lot of money. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I don't know. That was a pretty nice pair of testicles. I feel like... I mean, it had fucking dribbling. It had like... They oh. actually went in there 
and like made like hairs and uh. like nastiness. I mean, they that was not meant to convey the impression of a sack. That was meant to be a sack. Well, it right? just looks it like is an upside-down strawberry that they painted beige. Like, it's weird and, and... I don't know, dude. It's a pretty good scrotum. Now, it doesn't have a swagger to it, right? No. But it's hard. It's a giant neoprene thing or whatever. I mean, it's not that easy to make a, a swinging scrotum, per se, and have that be believable. I also can't imagine the Brazilian that's sitting there sees that thing walk by and goes, I get my what? kids a picture of that. I need to go get a prostate exam, like, immediately. I hadn't thought about this. testicular cancer. It's not a prostate exam. <laughs> you true. get a prostate exam for testicular cancer, that's prostate cancer. Yeah, that's true. Well, in any case, I felt like it was not something... The little girl standing next to it... I don't understand. Now, I, I'm not prudish, I don't think, mm-hmm. really... But I don't know why we need to have our children hanging around a giant nutsack. Also, because, what does that yeah. have to do? With, they're not like seven-year-olds don't have a lot of say in cancer research. Mm-hmm. They're not voting. Yeah. They can't contribute any money they're to probably it. Very they're not old to enough be... yet to become cancer researchers. That's not going to be for another ten years. And also, years. they're probably very unlikely to be victims until they at least. Yes, there's yeah. very little testicular cancer in, in younger. In but it does happen. There was a, a kid in my high school actually who had to have a testicle removed. Okay. I, I don't know if it's cancer though. Actually, now that I think about it, but had to have it removed. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, the whole thing seems a little. <laughs> The jankiness of the costume doesn't help my belief that they're doing something real. Like, well, I guess what I would say is I can appreciate the fact that let's say you're the type of person who wants to have a bit of a laugh. And somehow you end up in charge of the cancer awareness. You think it's a joke. They might be like, what's the type of cancer that we can focus on that allows me to do shit like getting a bunch of kids to pose next to a giant scrotum. I see. Right? Because that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that that's not like... I mean, as much as I would like there to be a cure for testicular cancer, because I have a pair of testicles and I, <laughs> I don't, don't want, want to have testicular cancer, cancer yeah, that's true. I am going to have to admit that on the list of likely killers, it is probably pretty low, actually, <laughs> as, for, as cancers go. Yes. Heart disease, yep. certainly higher. Other mm-hmm. types of cancer, probably more likely. Mm-hmm. Probably probably Only affects cancer, men, yeah. obviously, because women don't have testicles. Yep. And in general, I don't think it's even necessarily one of the most likely cancers for a man to die yep. of. Although, obviously, it's one that they could die of, unlike you know someone who doesn't have testicles, mm-hmm. perhaps. But all that being said, it seems to me like this is not the most targeted strike. It is not... The way to put the money towards the most likely life-saving thing. So, so at that point, I have to ask myself, was someone just trying to get a big fucking pair I of see. testicles made so they could get in it as a neoprene suit and go up to people and say, do you want to pose with That's a giant it. nutsack? Well, so since the most – I think I be, my understanding is the most common cancer is skin cancer, probably because you have a huge amount of it. But not necessarily like most likely to kill you is the thing. I thought it was that too, but we could look. Yeah. Um, I thought it. I thought uh, 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 melanoma was the one that is a. But yeah, we could look. Right. Anyway, but I can't imagine that costume any more than the testicles because it'd just be a whole bunch of flaps of 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 more paper mache. Well, maybe you have to do it. Maybe they need to start working on a different like. So they just 
like you said, there was that armhole you thought was a mole. Maybe they just need to stick a big old irregular mole on there, and it's now it's testicular cancer and skin cancer. It's both. That's right? true. It's right. a dual mascot. So I feel like they could they can take care of that for you. I will tell you right now. Here, I'll go ahead and search. I will do uh, leading causes of death for you. Leading causes of cancer or leading causes of death? Cancer. I just want to see what the list is at all. It's still to see if to see if it's still heart disease right now, right? And that's supposed to be dropping. But I'm assuming off. that I can get. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just assuming. So um, we're gonna look at the world ones first. This is this is on Wikipedia. Oh no, this is the World Health Organization. Okay, okay. So heart disease is seven million people. Okay, that's number one. We only lose seven million people a year to worldwide to heart disease. That seems, I guess, seven billion people. Well, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what okay. it says. All right. I don't know what to tell you, dude. That hardly seems worth worrying about. That's like 1%. <laughs> That's like, let's go out in the sun. Come on and have some bacon. It's delicious. Okay, okay continue. Okay. Pause, pause for a second. <laughs> just... So in, in your mind, in your mathematical mind, you took the number 6 billion and the number 7 million and came up with the percentage 1%. This is one. What is it? One tenth. One tenth of percent. Yeah. Even better. Okay, man. Okay. What's Stroke that? is six point two million. Okay. Which Lower respiratory be... infection is three point two. Where's cancer? COPD. I don't know what that is. What is COPD? COPD. Do you know what that is? No. Nope. That must be an acronym for some kind of combined health thing, like uh, you know. Well, wait. I don't know do you see cancer point. there at all? Maybe that's mm, diarrheal diseases. HIV, AIDS is 1.6 million. Trachea, bronchus, diabetes mellitus, head injury, prematurity. No. So, so cancer basically. Wait, wait. Cancer is is got to be higher than that. Maybe it says 1.5 million. Oh, you know what? Here it is. It's that. It's trachea, bronchitis, lung cancer. 1.5 million. But really? that's the only cancer. It looks like. Hmm. Interesting. This might not be the best graph. Is what we're looking at. So I think, well, I think what you've learned from this graph, though, is that cancer is a first world problem. That's true. Yeah. That's I think that's basically what we're talking about. So that was world, from what you could say. So let me look at the CDC. That's a good point. That's a good point. So now let's maybe go to America. Like, yeah. Maybe it's right? just not something it comes up. Heart disease still number one. Yep. Cancer number two. But I guess they've lumped them all together, all right. so I can't really see. Chronic lower respiratory diseases after that, then see stroke. See if you can see. So yes, yeah, stroke is way lower on ours by compared to cancer, which is the other one it wasn't. So I don't know. I can't. I don't know. So you want me to look up like cancer rates, just cancers? So we're gonna see how is cancer. the scrotum? You want to know if the scrotum, no, where I, the scrotum want, lands? Is that what you want to know? I want to know if skin's number one. If skin's number one, okay. Leading types of cancer? Yeah. Oh. Of death or death? Just, death because okay. cancer. I think it is skin. Period. All right. So I'm just gonna type most likely cancer. Is it auto completing this? Because that's pretty amazing. If somebody's and already we'll looked see. at it, all right. Most likely cancer to kill you. Go. That is what I typed. All right. In. Well, it just came up with with smoking <laughs> because you said kill you. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. Skin I cancer's have... on. It's on the list of Google results. So that's something for you. Well, I wonder. Uh, yeah. If we lived on Google Island, it would have found that. That's true. Um, uh, let's try this. Do you think there would be like 
people stationed on every corner who could do queries for you. So you you know how because like there's always they stick a search box everywhere in like all a mechanical apps. Turk. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like, probably the only on job the on that island, right? Is search query artist and and consumer. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I I don't feel like uh, we need a mascot for that, but who knows? Here we go. The 10 deadliest cancers. Okay. Um, what do you got for me? You know, it's, this is Google that's doing this, so it's a little pokey. All right. All Hit right. Me. Scroll down. Lung cancer is the worst for smoking. All right. Uh, colon cancer. Then Colon cancer. Yeah, interesting. So then far below that. Hmm. Is breast cancer. All right. Far below that, pancreatic cancer, prostate cancer, leukemia. And that says it's also often comes from skin cancer, but it's not skin cancer. So skin cancer not even on here. Well, so you know what, though? That may be misleading then because if they're not counting metastasis in skin cancer, there's no way a non-metastasizing skin cancer will ever kill you. Yeah. Also, right. I, I looked up the deadliest cancers. And like the you know most lethal is pancreatic. I guess yeah. that's saying the if you get this cancer, you're you done. you're done. Not, not necessarily who dies people. from it. So here's but. the thing: world's deadliest cancers. If that is not a TLC show, it's it will be. be soon. Yeah, it's right? got like, to. They've be. either had a season of that, or they're going yeah. to have a season of that. Yeah. So cancer's the one of the ones that I think we'll solve, right? And that seems like a first, very first, first part of first world since that didn't even show up on the world. They had. The uh, so diarrheal heart, heart disease is number one, whether you're third world or first world. It sounds yeah. like, which is interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I guess hearts just. I mean, hey, yeah. they got a lot of work to do. Yep, that's right. All right, so sense. now we have one more. We have one more segment that we're going to do. Gonna be a we're surprise. gonna take a break. We gotta surprise. take a break and we're coming back. Gotta but copy this, off this stuff anyway. Get all this stuff out, yeah. and then we will have a what is regrettably all the people who have stuck with us all this, this time. Far, we we will have a surprise and a special and a little special treat. I think we'll yeah, see. Yeah, a, a surprise, uh, and it will be regrettably our last segment for a long time because I will have to get back. Go to Japan. Japan, and then I will go crazy. You'll I will go crazy. I'll come bail back. Bail me out. We'll bail you out. Empty the mason jars. 